Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. With us today for a National Religious Broadcasters Convention special, Anaheim, California 2019, is author, speaker, media veteran, Marion Pyle. Her latest great read, Healed, Healthy, and Whole, How We Beat Cancer with Integrative Therapies and Essential Healing Strategies. It's the story, ladies and gentlemen, of a diagnosis that would have devastated her entire family but God. Here to share that story and more is Marion Pyle. Marion, welcome to Testimony. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. That was a great introduction. <laughs> well, thank you so much and it's just the tip of the iceberg. Please, Marion, tell us what happened, why you wrote the book, and the hope and the miracle that followed. Yes, that's a great way to put it. You know, the book for us was an answer to a way of honoring God and thanking Him for sparing my husband's life and for the amazing healing because the conventional therapies and conventional medicine said that he really shouldn't be here today and he is alive and well, thank God. And so we wrote the book as a tribute to the Lord to give Him the glory because when our journey started uh, some six years ago, the American Cancer Society had said that one in two men and one in three women would be getting cancer in their lifetimes. And if you think about that, that's half the U.S. population. And so everybody a few years ago could say, well, maybe sometimes uh, somebody who's far removed from me had cancer. But today I think you can agree almost all of us has someone that's been touched by the disease. So it seems to be progressing, you know. And uh, we never thought that we were candidates for cancer, either one of us. We led very healthy lifestyles. We live in California. And my husband in particular, you know, he works out, he's a sort of a fitness aficionado, and so really he was an unlikely candidate, but he one day had blood in the urine, and so we thought, well, athletes get that sometimes, maybe it's not terrible, but we had to have some tests, and the tests came back really with the horrible news that he did in fact have a very aggressive form of bladder cancer, and it came out of left field. I think they're the most dreaded words anybody can hear, you have cancer, and it just it turns your world upside down. Down. So we immediately went into high gear and was like, what are the options? What do we have to do? They whisked him into surgery. They took out a tumor that was in the bladder. They tested his other tissues and they said that there was cancer in the bladder. And so even though you think when they come out of the operating room, they tell you, we got it all. And so you go home thinking that's the end of the journey, but it, it's not because the cancer is still there. Something caused the cancer. The tumor is actually, we don't think of it in this way. The tumors are actually a symptom of the cancer. It's not the cancer. It's a symptom of the cancer. So you can remove the tumor and still have the cancer in your system. It's still floating around somewhere. The medical establishment told us that there really was nothing that they could do for him, that maybe they would have to take out his bladder and his prostate, but even then he had less than five years to live. 
So it's one of those times where your favorite person on the planet is looking at, you know, down the barrel of a gun. You fall on your knees and your face before the Lord and say, all right, that's what man said. That's what the doctors in the white coats said. What do you say? Is this really going to be the end of the line? Is this it? And being a woman of prayer, and I know you know what that is, I immediately mobilized a prayer team of large numbers of people who knew Russell and knew us well and would pray for us. And we began to get um, instructions, you know, from the Lord, and our prayer team started giving us names of other specialists to go and see. And we got the same prognosis because they were all conventional doctors, and they said the same thing. But uh, we also started to learn about what's called integrative medicine. We had never heard about this world of integrative medicine before, which essentially it combines the best of conventional and alternative. And so we plunged ourselves into learning about that, and they have very good success rates with healing all kinds of diseases. So we thought, well, we have nothing to lose. In fact, we have no options, so we certainly will begin that. So we began a very rigorous uh, routine that the book outlines what we did with nutrition, what we did with stress levels, what we did with just mental uh, disciplines, and we renewed our mind daily with the word in a way that we just found God never puts us through a trial without already having the end result in mind. We may not know it at the time, but he already has promises for us. And we poured through the scriptures and said, Lord, what are you promising us here? We know you have a promise for us. And we didn't know at the time if our prayer teams were saying this because it was wishful thinking or whether they were really hearing from the Lord, but we started to hear from everyone, God wants to heal your husband. God is going to heal your husband. And so, of course, you want to hear that, and people who love Russell, of course, they wanted to say that, say that too, but I honestly think God was speaking to them because, in fact, he ended up, he did heal Russell in less than six months, despite all the doctor's predictions. Still has his bladder. His bladder is intact. His prostate's intact. He didn't lose any body parts, you know. So um, the Lord did something quite extraordinary. Extraordinary, And I would say that our approach, and I think anyone's approach when they're dealing with a, a deadly disease of any kind, is you have to do a rigorous inventory, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, as well as physically. And you have to do a radical lifestyle change. We radically changed our diet. I did it with him so that we could do it together. Radically changed our diet. We radically, completely rewired our thinking in terms of if there were pockets of negativity or fear or stress in his life, we really just completely managed that and changed that. We had very, very uh, strict disciplines, spiritual disciplines of prayer times in the morning alone and together and then with our groups. And I will say that that was like a strategic plan, if you will, sort of a military, it was like a military operation. We had mobilized teams. We we had certain foods, we had emotional therapies, I mean we did everything we knew how to do just to make sure that there was no no blockage because of stress, no blockage because of unforgiveness, no blockage because of un, unresolved issues. I even went into some counseling and therapy too in case there was something in my life that was causing him stress. So even our marriage improved, you know what I mean? Because we just sort of like everything got lifted, everything got cleansed, everything got brought before the Lord. And it was really a the most intense year of our lives where we went through this complete analysis of every every part of our soul and being and uh, and God just blessed it and blessed it and he has been healthy healed and whole ever since that is phenomenal ladies and gentlemen you're listening to Marion Pyle author of the must read healed 
healthy and whole. The story of how she and her husband together overcame a devastating diagnosis of cancer against all odds. Marion, what made you have the war mentality in the spirit to make that quick turnaround to develop that strategy? How long had you been married, first of all, and secondly, how easy or difficult was it for you to implement that strategy? That's a, those are great questions. We'd been married 14 years, and I have to say that uh, it was one of the most difficult and terrifying things I'd ever done because it triggered the worst fear in me. My biggest fear, when I was 12, my, my mother had died suddenly in an airplane accident and she had just been ripped out of my life in, you know, just an instant. And so I had experienced years after that sort of what's called happiness anxiety where if things are going really well, so sooner or later the shoe is going to drop. So I was not the healthiest individual to have to face the fact that now this person who is my favorite person on the planet, he might be ripped out of my life. It triggered a terrible fear in me. So I actually got help as well. But, you know, I immediately asked people to pray for me for strength as well as for Russell's healing. And they did. And I really could feel, I honestly can say that because of the prayers that undergirded me, I was able to have, be able to stand and be strong for him. In fact, I chose to be so strong for him that in one of the conversations I had with Russell's surgeon, who was conventional and said, oh, the bladder has to go, and even then Russell's not going to live very long and this sort of thing. I was so terrified by what he said, I chose not to tell Russell for six months. I didn't mention a word so that he could be in a positive frame of mind about healing. He, he, I didn't tell him that, that the doctors had said he probably had less than five years to live, that even though it might look like he got some reprieve because they took the tumor out, that he was going to have to have the bladder out, and even then he, was, he wasn't going to make it very long. So I didn't tell him that. I never. That happened to be a... A, a day where I dropped some CT scans off at the doctor's office. He was in the office. I sat down and chatted with him, and he, he gave me this information. And I chose that day to not tell Russell. And I said, I, I thought, he needs to have a positive outlook. I need him to be fighting in a positive frame of mind. And my husband's such a tender-hearted man. I thought, this will crush him. I can carry this, you know. But it brought me to my knees. It brought me to my knees. I actually went to a dear friend who's a pastor and a counselor, and I said, you have to help me resolve this, because I'm carrying this for him and I need some strength because I'm petrified. I lost my mother and it's triggered this terrible fear that I'm now going to lose my husband. He was so helpful. He helped me heal emotionally from the, this terrible burden that I'd had, on, this scar that I had on my heart about my mother's loss. I really was able to heal and release it and then work on trusting the Lord that we were now together going to be able to heal Russell. And so I didn't tell him till I felt he was strong enough to hear the news and by then he really was and so then we went forward together combating this bit by bit it was a journey for me too that is amazing ladies and gentlemen you're listening to Marion M Pyle author of heal healthy and whole broadcast veteran speaker uh, just phenomenal story you must get this book Marion in our remaining time here today what can you say to the listener that is struggling with a life-threatening disease, it's hopeless, 
What do you say to them? It's not hopeless. With God, nothing is ever hopeless. I would say the first thing is if you're not right with God or if you can get closer to God, get as close to Him, lean into Him more than you've ever thought possible and see if you will be able to hear, have Him download what His promises are for you in that situation. And regardless of what human beings around you, all the experts tell you, the truth is what God promises you. Even if your circumstances look different than what God is saying, you can trust God's word over what people are saying because God will make reality line up with his word rather than what people are saying. The doctors had nothing but dire predictions for my husband, but God said, I'm going to heal him, and I believed God, and I stayed with that, and God made his, the circumstances change to line up with his word for us. So it's never hopeless. Secondly, cancer does not have to be a death sentence if people are facing cancer or another deadly disease. Um, they, need, they may need to consider a radical change of lifestyle and diet and they should look into all kinds of um, healthier diets if their diet is not, not as healthy as it should be because our bodies are self-healing and self-repairing machines. They want to help and cooperate if we will give them the right nutrition. And thirdly, they should do a rigorous spiritual inventory. Are they harboring unforgiveness or anger, issues of abuse or abandonment, whatever. We all, we've been through a lot. Life is hard. They need to get as much emotional and spiritual healing as they can so that holistically they can overcome what it is that they're going through or maybe a loved one is going through. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Miriam N. Pyle, author, speaker, producer, host, her latest must-read, Healed, Healthy, and whole. You can learn more about Marion's work, ministry, and mission by visiting Marion at HealedHealthyAndWhole.com and get her book, Get Encouragement. You will be blessed you did. Marion, I just want to thank you so much for persevering to even get this interview today and share your heart, your wisdom, your life, your victory for you and your husband. A powerful testimony. Cancer doesn't have to be a curse word. Through Jesus Christ, we have the victory. And as the byline for this ministry states, Revelation 12, 11, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. This is a tremendously hopeful story. We thank you. God bless you. Much success and great health, too. Thank you. What an honor. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.